Hello. Welcome to Environmental. <laughs> I'm Emma. I'm Emily. And Mary is on her way, hopefully. <laughs> we are college students who are fascinated with learning about our Earth and eager to share our journey. Environmental is a radio show committed to blowing your mind with all things environmental. We'll explore topics such as climate change, pollution, and sustainability. Join us for a 11 p.m. existential crisis broadcasted at 11 a.m. Oh. for your convenience. I flipped it up I see a that. little bit. I see yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we are missing Mary today, but that's okay. She should be here shortly. <laughs> Hopefully. Mary, if you're out there, where are you? <laughs> um, so, since we've been out of the studio for a while, we decided we were going to catch up. Yeah. And one of the big things that was on the news recently was the Amazon virus. So, that's our topic for mm-hmm. today. And then I'm going to fill us in on a couple, um, some recent news that's hot off the press um, once we kind of do a little recap of some of the past stuff. So, yeah. Yes. So hopefully you guys know about this. It, it Part of it was how it made such an impact in, in social media. And people were like, we need to keep talking about this. It yeah. needs, needs to keep being in the news. And as we see now, it's, I mean... What, no one's when talking you, about it anymore. No one's now. talking about it anymore. Yeah. When you say you have new news... What like what does that mean? Is is it? Did you have to go and find this research, um, or did you actually see it in your newsfeed? Um, new the new stuff I heard on the radio in the last couple of days, um, and then the other one that I found I actually had to go like look for it. Mm. So um, some a little bit of both. So yeah, because I, I haven't seen anything about it, you know, yeah. compared to what it was in August, I believe, mm-hmm. end of August. Yeah, the stuff with like any of the big news that hits the hits social media, it like hits hard. Like all of that, anything like the Amazon fires or the um, Notre Dame Cathedral, like when that happened, that just like blew up the the social media, and like, the Amazon fires did like the same thing. Right. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So, um, I mean, I do follow a lot of accounts that focus on the environment, so I still. Him. You see, a lot. I still see that yeah. a lot, but you know, trending. It's not. It's not anymore. So that's why we're gonna talk about it. Bring it back. Um. So, <laughs> we're like, if it's Mary at the door, she, yeah, there, yeah. I think there's somebody trying to get in, but okay. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> we're just watching her try to open the door. <laughs> Sorry. And she's here! Yay. Yay! I stole your spot. That's okay. So. We did our guys. intro already. Here she is. <laughs> oh, look who's here! I'm here! Okay, so um, I'm kind of going to focus on, you know, why, like, what this is and why it's happening. And then Emma's going to talk about the new things that are going on. And then, Mary, what are you going to talk about today um so i was just going to talk about like the um fires and then just generally like why it's important like why the amazon rainforest is important and like um why like conservation to it is Mm, important okay um and there is a video that i mentioned earlier that the vlog brothers 
oh, I yeah. made. And so that's kind of what I like got most of the ideas from. So I'm just going to start off while Mary gets settled and I'm settled. I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. Um, so right off the bat, something that we need to clarify is that mm-hmm. the Amazon is not burning. It's being burned, as Hank Green said yeah. on uh-huh. his YouTube yeah. channel, and that's the title of the YouTube video. So I suggest you guys go watch it. Um, it, it he does a really good job. Um, so basically, the the Amazon rainforest is about the size of Australia, and they are burning it for agricultural use, um, which and rainforests aren't supposed to have natural fires like like most or some ecosystems do. Mm-hmm. They do happen naturally, but it's it doesn't benefit them in any it way. It doesn't happen as much either. Right, like how, how here, you know, the br- clearing the underbrush is good or whatever. But and it helps promote seed growth here. A lot of seeds here, like, need the fire mm. to, to actually grow. Yeah. yeah. So but not the case in the Amazon. Yes. So um, what's, what's happening is the current... President Gair Bolsonaro uh-huh. is decreasing the the or I guess he's being really re- relaxed on the protection against yeah. around it, um, and he wants to develop it because the rainforest doesn't have any economic growth just sitting there being the rainforest. Yeah, I'd say he's going like. It's like more than relaxed. He's like actively encouraging like yes. the destruction of the rainforest. Like there are um, laws to protect it, and he's like, you know, he's not enforcing them. He doesn't really care. He's um, and there's like a lot of money in destroying those rainforests and turning it into like agriculture and farming. So he's like, let's do it, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Um, and he also. Uh, he wants to, I don't know if he has done this already, but he wanted to, um, what did I say earlier? He he wanted to remove Brazil from the Paris Agreement, the Paris Climate Agreement. Really? Sounds familiar yeah. to <laughs> someone we know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he basically, we you know, um, do all the opposite things that yeah. would be good for the Amazon. And so I found a video that John Oliver did on last week tonight, this show that he yeah. has, and it was mm-hmm. from last year, um, where he dedicated a, a segment to the Brazilian elections, um, because Brazil is home to like 200 million people, and it's the fifth largest country, and it's going to grow since they're now deforesting, you know. Um, fifth largest country, like in the world, or in yeah, like I believe, South Africa? I believe so. Which I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that either. There's a lot of people there. Um, So what I thought was interesting was, like, how did this gentleman get into office? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was actually uh, just listening to a podcast about that, Mm -hmm. and he was uh, basically saying that um, not only, like, is he president, but um, his approval rate or his, like, voting rate or whatever was really, really high. So not only did he get elected, but there was a lot of... Uh, the majority of people supported him and wanted him to be in office because um, and his whole like strategy was the Amazon rainforest yeah. and he was saying like um, we have this thing that the rest of the world like loves and wants to protect but it's like 
it's in our country and mm -hmm. so like why don't we get to benefit from this like jackpot basically that's in our country it belongs to us so we should profit and get something out of it um, and by that he means like developing it for agriculture and for housing right and that's what um, Hank said was that he's not getting paid the rest of the world isn't paying Brazil yeah. Yeah. for the air and the rain right. and everything that the Amazon provides. Mm -hmm. um, so what I thought was interesting was how the the government was kind of, is very complicated. <laughs> In 2016, their president was impeached. Their 2017 president was charged with corruption. And so it's kind of like they... And the president that they did that did they did approve of um, pled, pled guilty to being part of this giant scandal that they called bigger than Watergate. Wow. They called it um, car wash, and 200 people were charged with hundreds of crimes, and over 200 billion dollars of bribes were paid. So it's like the what whole. Were they bribing them to do I um I don't know he d that was in the segment that John Oliver did and he said it was too complicated to get into and I so I just took <laughs> there his was word a, for there it. was so many from what I've heard even like I did a research project on um the dams being built in different um rivers and mm -hmm. like different bribes that he would do is like bribe them so that uh, other people wouldn't have to do the like environmental impact statement or bribe mm. them to pass the impact statement or to pass certain things oh. so that he can um and so that like construction can go through on dams and um like other construction and like deforesting things so he's just trying to like get all the whole forest so yeah and that's the current president yeah uh. and don oliver also mentioned that that's another reason why his approval rating was so good because he was literally the only one that was not part of this corruption scandal or anything. Oh, he wasn't part of it? He was no, not. really? Okay. Oh, okay. I thought well, he was part of it. Mm -mm. Okay. No, because he would be in jail, like the <laughs> other ones. He oh, wasn't okay. part of this big corruption this, the, thing. The car wash mm. is what they're calling he's it. He's part of a lot more. But yes, <laughs> yes. That doesn't, okay. you know, yeah. So everyone thought that he was, like, the goody two-shoe guy who, like, mm. wasn't part of the whole scandal i get yeah or i mean like, it was like it was their only option yeah <laughs> so that makes sense um there was another gentleman that was running as well and um if he didn't get 50 percent, they would have gone into like another debate or something like that but mm -hmm. since he did win by majority he just automatically got it he nice. didn't have to not nice <laughs> i mean well <laughs> i'm just kidding okay so like like we said he he even said like deforestation was decreasing which is a lie oh my gosh yeah and so he's he just wants the economic growth um and like i said the amazon doesn't produce any benefits for them if they're just being if it's just being rainforest mm -hmm. um so i think mary you're going to talk about like why it's important for the like why do we care about the rainforest okay mm -hmm. um and then Hank Green, which mentioned in his video, um, the fact that the rest of the world cares so much about the Amazon rainforest is not perceived as a reason to protect it. It is perceived as a threat, like Mary said earlier. And also something interesting, there's people living in the Amazon. Yeah. The, the indigenous people. And yeah. 
ex- extreme nationalists don't think they're people, so they don't care. Right. Yeah. And so that's another thing. There's not just the whole world relying on that. There's there's lives that are that they're depend. literally people. Yeah, living in the forest and their culture and like livelihood depends on it. Yes. So you can't just like. It reminds me of like Avatar. They can't like bulldoze down <gasps> oh. the tree of life. Fun fact. Um, so James Cameron, the director of Avatar, actually went to um, the Amazon and went to, um, so I was talking about the dams being put on some of the rivers. So, like, one of the rivers is the Shingu River, but there's a bunch of other rivers. But um, James Cameron and part of his crew, when Avatar was, like, being popular, they actually went to the Amazon and went to these rivers um, to protest um, dams being built because of that exact same reason, because of all of the tribes and because of, like, the people that will be impacted, the natural resources that will be impacted. So they, like completely put those two together also and was like this is just like our movie oh okay that's cool i didn't know that um and then so basically i'm kind of gonna direct this to like why do they what are they gonna get out of the deforestation and i found an article from the guardian that said the brazil has its sights set on palm oil and so that's kind of a big Factor. It's a big money maker. It's the um, most common like vegetable oil. It's super easy to produce, but it's really really bad. And so that's why I was kind of going to move the conversation to palm oil. Um, but maybe we can come back to it in the end once we talk about why the Amazon rainforest okay. is good. Okay, so. cool. Um, yeah, um, I want you to go back to um, something that you said about how the president is saying that um, deforestation is decreasing. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, it's not. <laughs> it's clearly a lie. It's actually increased um, by, like, 40% in the past year. Um, and the Brazilian president has kind of, I don't know if you already said this, but he's been compared to Trump in a lot of ways, where he's, like, very extreme, very controversial. Um, he's big on, like, fake news. So he... Um, said that the like Greenpeace people and like environmental people are setting, they themselves are setting the forest on fire, trying to blame him to make him look bad. Like, oh. <laughs> that's his kind of like approach on things. So I don't know. I just thought that I would add that. Like he, not only like doesn't really care about conservation. He's like actively encouraging the destruction of it. And he's also, like, discrediting, you know, others um, when they try and say, like, how important the Amazon is and how bad the fires are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so the Amazon rainforest is um, the, like, most diverse place in the world. It holds the most biodiversity. Um, one point that I wanted to make about the Amazon that I feel like people don't um, or is, like, kind of overlooked is that because of all that biodiversity, um, people looked um, to the Amazon rainforest for medicine. Um, so medicine, so there's like this trial to like cure HIV or this medicine used to cure HIV, and it was found in the Amazon rainforest. So as like mm. these fires are happening and as the deforestation is happening, they could unknowingly be destroying like the vaccine to, I don't know, some 
Ebola or something. I don't know yeah. if there's already. Or, like, there could be, like, a medicine that could cure, like, some kind of cancer that could be in the Amazon that we are destroying and that, you know, we can never get that. Can I add to that yeah. thought? So um, part of that also is a lot of the ethnic groups that are in the Amazon rainforest. That's how a lot of, like, doctors find out about those medicines because Uh. those groups have been using this certain plant for, like, hundreds of years. And then they go in and, like, make relations with them. And they're like, oh, hey, yeah, this plant's really cool. It helps do this. And then they take that plant and then they, like, extract um, certain parts to, like, help make medicine. So, like, messing up with, like ruining the people's lives and like making them have to be like moved to somewhere else because their whole forest got destroyed is also like part of the problem too yeah like imagine some scientist or researcher visits a native tribe and they're like oh hey do you have this medicine and they're like oh yeah we had it you burnt it down (laughs) or they burnt it down sorry not anymore um yeah so that is also um i feel like a important um role that the forest plays that people For don't sure. like have at the forefront of their mind right. when they think of the Amazon. Um, yes, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Else? So there's also um, air, clean air for us. Oh yeah, yeah, actually, okay. I wanted to kind of um, debunk a myth. So. I don't know if you guys, you probably have seen that um, image that went around when the fires were, like the news of the fires were circulating mm-hmm. um, about it's the lungs of yeah. the earth. Mm-hmm. Were you going to talk about this? Too? No, uh, go oh, ahead. Okay. Um, and so there is a, there's a, a fact going around that it produces 20% of the oxygen in the mm-hmm. world. Um, yeah, I definitely saw that online. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And not only, like, was it circulating on Twitter and everything, but even, like, big news um, people were reporting it, like CNN, ABC. But, like, turns out it's complete... um, False. Yeah, (laughs) it's completely false. Yeah, so it does not produce 20% of, like, the oxygen in the Earth. Um, I could, like, break it down. So it produces about 6% of um, the oxygen that is produced like terrestrially, so just the amount of oxygen produced on land the Amazon produces like 6% of that Um, but not only that so whatever oxygen it produces, it also consumes so like Mm -hmm. the net production is like pretty much zero, so although, um, you know it's really important for like many other reasons like 20% we're not going to lose 20% of our oxygen if it all burns down maybe it just like cycles 20% of the oxygen yeah I don't know like I don't think anyone knows where that 20% came from what about like the rain does do we still get the rain from the rainforest the uh I don't know deforestation it will have less um or it'll change precipitation. It'll also change the evapotranspiration yeah, as well. Yeah, and it would also change, like, the temperature. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a climate regulator, too. But it's, like... That's what Hank said in his video, too, was if you look on a map where, you know, like, Saudi Arabia is or, like, yeah. where Brazil is, Brazil's a lot cooler even though it's closer to the equator, I believe, mm-hmm. because of the rainforest. And so if they lose that, their, their temperature is going to change. 
along with their, you know. Yeah, so wouldn't it just become like a desert, like, right. like the yeah. Middle East? Drought seasons will increase because with less <gasps> evapotranspiration, it'll, it'll have less rain, and so it'll lead to more droughts. Positive feedback loop. Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. We love that. We love that. <laughs> or we don't love it, but. We love to talk about we it. We love that <laughs> word. Um, love to lose sleep over it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah, that's really interesting because when I think of the Amazon, I think about the lungs of the world and all this stuff. But, like, oh. I was literally going to mention that earlier, but you guys were already talking about it. (laughs) Well, it's still, like, it still is referred to as the lungs of the earth because it's, like, this big part. And it does, like, function as lungs, but it's Mm -hmm. just not. The 20% is just not accurate. Got it. Um, What about the species that lives there? Like, are they... I mean, obviously, deforestation is reducing the habitat and probably, you know, increasing the chances of extinction for all these different mm-hmm. species. Yeah, yeah. I know about fish. Okay, you want to talk about I know a fact about fish. <laughs> Let's yeah. hear it. Um, so, like, the rivers in the Amazon. Well, the thing is, I'll, I'll tie this in. So, like, deforestation, when you deforest an area, um, then and when it rains, and the Amazon rains a lot, it increases the runoff Mm -hmm. so the runoff goes into the river so that it increases sediment load in the river um, changes the whole chemical composition of the river so the animals that um, and humans that need the river um, the river is affected and can be damaged Um, so a lot of the fish species that like need a particular temperature of water or need a particular chemical composition um, can definitely be damaged. So just in this one river that I did on a previous research pro- project, um, 450 fish species are endemic, which means that they're only found in that river, the Shingu River, um, are Whoa. impacted by um, by the dam that was being put in, but which also leads to, like, deforestation and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's just, like, in one river there are 450 fish species. So that's just, like... That's- a Crazy. taste of the mm-hmm. diversity that is around. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and there are also species that, um, yeah, pretty much like you were saying, that in the rainforest need a very specific environment to live and survive. Um, like, And when I mean specific, it's like super, like there's one, um, I think it's like, I don't know, like a mouse or something, and there's a plant in the rainforest that like catches um water mm. and like cups it and like makes a little pool and there's one species that depends on that pool like to survive so if that plant species like gets wiped out then that other animal species gets wiped out and then there's probably a species that eats that species that's gonna get wiped out and yeah so it becomes a positive feedback, feedback. <laughs> <laughs> good job um was so not planned. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so what were you going to kind of focus on? Um, I got some more, some more like new oh, topics. Yes. T- so so whenever us. you guys are done with Amazon yeah. stuff, yeah. you're feeling good on Amazon yes. stuff. Tell us, so now that we know what's, what happened or what is happening. Um, oh, wait. Should we like talk about what a rainforest is or is that kind of like obvious? I'm just gonna, do you know what a rainforest that, is? Okay. Guys. Okay. <laughs> It's a forest where it rains. 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 Ooh, yeah. okay. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. Is there any other closing things on that? Um, what's the, like, do you know, like, the recent status? Like, how much? On the Amazon forest? Yeah, how much how was much burned? How much has been? Or? I do not. 
Yeah, I don't know. Banned. Let me just look it up. <laughs> okay. So why don't you tell us the new news? Yeah, so have? a couple, uh, two things um, that are, like, hot off the press. Um, if you've been listening to the radio that's not us this morning, you might have heard that um, Exxon, um, also called Exxon Mobil, um, you've probably heard of them before. They are the largest oil company in the world. And the other thing about them is they are the third largest just company in the world. So they're the largest oil company, but they're the third largest just company in the entire wow. world. Wow. And um, so they have been they have been acquired over like multiple mergers over the years. I looked up to see like when they were made and it said like in 1973 is when Exxon was a thing, but that was because they were a merger between three or four different companies. Um, so they've just been like keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so now they are the biggest company in the world. So which kind of comes with like lots of um, um, control over um, over things and like um, they can contribute to like public policy by donating to um, like senators and things like that. So they have like they have like a big reign. Um, so the thing is today, actually, right now in New York, they are going to trial um, for misleading investors about their um, products' effects on climate change. So, <gasps> Ooh. which I think this is like pretty pivotal. Um, I think um, a news article I read said that this is like the second case ever to um, go to trial about like companies and climate change. So it's like kind of like a landmark, and especially with Exxon being the largest oil company, which contributes a huge amount of carbon dioxide to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- this is going to be pretty big, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens. So the thing is, is like, and it's been interesting too because in my policy of natural resources class, we've been learning about how a lot of these big companies have been um, kind of downplaying the effects of um, like their product and like oh well we don't know that much about it yet so we're not going to do anything about it right like just revoke all any yeah. responsibility yeah and like they're just saying like oh we don't know everything about it so like we're not going to do anything <laughs> which is not good and then they have done multiple the thing that they're going to trial for is that they've done multiple um, denial and delay tactics so deny like denying climate change denying the evidence um, and then pushing for delay, so like saying, "Oh well, we want to see this scientific report before we do anything," and then that scientific report, you know, takes ten years to come out or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and then they've also like done a lot of things to promote. Um, scientists have, you know, scientists have different. They come to different conclusions about things, and sometimes scientists say oh, well, we're 97% sure about this thing. And other ones say, well, we're, I'm 93% sure. And then mm-hmm. um, sometimes public can be misled and be like, oh, well, they don't know exactly the same thing. Like, what's right. happening? Um, so Exxon has definitely done a lot of um, promoting scientific uncertainties. So saying that, like, oh, well, the 10 scientists we interviewed about climate change say that none of it is human-caused when who knows, like, what scientists they even interviewed versus... Mm-hmm. It's a known fact now that 97% of scientists agree about human-induced climate change. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's, like, a big thing. I didn't super. I didn't even know that they were going to trial until I heard um, heard it on the news yeah. um, a couple of days ago. So. so they're going to trial, like, 
someone's suing them? Yeah. Um, so the big thing is um, it's they misled their shareholders. So, so the shareholders are suing them? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So the shareholders who invested money, who they are like, the shareholders are the ones who tell like businesses what to do pretty much, you know, depending on how much stock you have in the company. So like they're the ones who are like getting really mad because they're like, hey, you told us that it was okay to invest in you because you aren't actually causing climate change. So mm-hmm. now those people are um, are upset. And then there's other, um, I think other groups are suing them as well for like, um, for public misinformation as well. So Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's going to be, it'll be, I think it'll be big. I hope it's big. But they are the biggest company in the world, or the third largest company in the world. So who knows yeah. <laughs> if they have that much of like leverage. Right. Oh, um, um, yeah. Yeah. But that know. makes me hopeful of like, at least, like, the shareholders, like, the shareholders are like, wait, you were, like, lying, and we care about the effects of your company on climate change, so I don't know about I'm that, but they you. care about their money. Money. Oh, okay. So, but that's that's okay, as long as it's going towards the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, right. So I found um, on The Cut, um, so it says the extent of the of how much is the Amazon is being burned. The extent of the forest fires in Brazil are stunning. NASA satellites have shared <laughs> images of plumes of smoke all over the region visible from space. According to their data, 2019 has seen the highest number of fires in Brazil since 2010. More than 26,000 have been recorded this month. I'm assuming that's fires. Actually, now that I'm reading this, it doesn't tell me. It just, <laughs> it's telling me how many fires and not how... how. Wait, so... It's just saying... And more than 80,000 fires this year. Uh, so is it still on fire? Is this, like, yes. still going on? Yes. Okay. But I want to know, What's like... What's the rainy season in the Amazon? Uh, I think I know that. Year-round. No, they have <laughs> all the time. That's, that's why they have droughts. So they have a rainy season, and then they have a drought season. I oh, have this somewhere okay. in my um, old research project notes, but so high water well, season is February to May. So it's probably, it could be actually, um, low, like could be. So February high water season, so that's, that's spring. So that's spring. Cause they're in the Southern hemisphere. So, mm-hmm. um, like we're heading into winter, so they're heading into summer. So it's, we're probably heading into their dry season. Are so. they like on the equator? though? Yeah. They're just under the equator. So they're, oh, okay. they're really hot. So it is for sure, probably. But they have dry and wet seasons. Oh, here we go. Okay, so the same article, the cut. It's difficult to determine how much of the forest has burned. Over the last 50 years, National Geographic estimates that at least 17% has already been lost. The recent surges threaten to bring that percentage to a tipping point. Somewhere between 25 and 40 percent. That, as we know, scientists fear cannot be re- reversed. Because of why? Positive feedback, feedback loop. loop. <laughs> we'll get it. Um, so, yeah. So, that's a bum, bum, bum. pretty, pretty a lot. Pretty a lot. Um, well. Oh. And the tippy, this tipping point could come in 15 years. In your lifetime. That's in our lifetime. That's kind of when, though, it's like, it's, when was that article published, like, this year? Uh, yeah, uh, in August. This year, yeah. That's kind of like the, they're aiming for, like, the 2030 is kind of, like, our right. deadline. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
So. Oh, I had another like fun, quick fun fact about the fires, which I just forgot about. Um, let's see. I have another um, news. Okay, go also. for it. It'll if come you, back if to you. Me. Want some time? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I found this by um, so our old professor Mark Kramer told us all the time to just literally just Google climate change. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then go to like the news tab and just look for stuff. Just like scroll around and see what you find. Yeah. Um, so this came from one of those, and ever since that class, I like do that like randomly all the time now. So. Um, I um, Google climate change, and the I found that the Weather Channel is actually going to have mm. a um, climate change special coming up. <gasps> um, so Emily, Should we have a viewing party. <laughs> yeah, we could. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what day of the week it is. Um, so I think Emily was talking about there was a CNN special on climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the Weather Channel is having a special. So this is kind of um, very new for them because, mm-hmm. you know, they usually just stick to you go there for your weather forecast of the week. Is it going to be standing at the beach? Should I wear a rain jacket today? Right. But this is, like, pretty new for them um, because they really wanted to have, like, a sci- scientific um, – their, take their scientific point of view and be like, hey, we're all the meteorologists, like, we're all the, like, weather scientists, like, here, here's our info. Here's um, roar. Yeah, so they're going to bring in scientists, and then, but they're also going to interview nine presidential candidates. Mm. Um, so that's, there. some people are like, oh, I didn't know the Weather Channel was, like, political, but they're just bringing, um, bringing them, them in. So it's um, three... President, um, Republican presidential candidates and then six um, Democratic um, candidates. And it's going to be interesting also because a couple of the people are going to be interviewed in like good in interesting scenes. So I think Bernie Sanders is going to be interviewed um, next to like a wildfire scene. So like the effects what? of like a wildfire. So like it'll be the scar of the burned land in the background and then oh. like him there talking wow. about like his views on climate change. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think um, I think it's Kamala Harris is going to be in a um, flood-prone area. Um, so, like, floods will be more constant with um, climate change, and then so will wildfire. So that I think that's going to, like, kind of set the set the stage for this. So is it, like, informative? Like, they're going to be, like, spitting out facts and stuff? Or is it going to be, like, a Q&A where they ask the candidates questions about like what do you think about climate change i'm not totally sure actually they weren't super specific what i think is good is that they're having both parties there yeah the cnn um climate debate Mm -hmm. was just democrats Mm. Democrats. yeah Yeah. i'll be really interested to like watch the republican candidates yeah and they they did actually invite our president to come along um but he declined to participate (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah. Got a tight schedule, I yeah. bet. <laughs> so that will air on <laughs> November 7th. Um, oh, okay. Not sure November what time. November 7th, okay. Um, Write that so, down, everyone. Yeah, yeah pop that, that in, in your calendars. I'm not sure what day of the week that is. That so is Thursday. Ooh, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. So. so clear your schedules, everybody. Pop some popcorn. Yeah, I'm not sure what time it is because, um, like, Bernie will be in California and then Kamala Harris will be, I think, on the East Coast, so... Um, does, anyone want, does anyone even have the Weather Channel? I don't. I do. Okay. I watch have the, it? like, hurricane oh, like, no. tornado <laughs> shows on it. <laughs> the t- tornado hunters? <laughs> yeah. 
So yes. you have it. So we're going yeah. to we're at, we're all going to Mary's. I, yes. <laughs> My address is one six zero one four. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, anyways, are you? Is there any new any no, more that's, that's new what news? I got today. Any yeah. more new news? So, what happens after deforestation? It becomes agricultural land. You know, mm-hmm. uh, some fields for ranchers to yep. do what they may. species. <laughs> So, the the like I said earlier, um, they where did they go? <laughs> palm oil. Brazil, yeah, Brazil's trying to get in the palm oil game. Yeah, and what is palm oil? You ask. The oil it's oil from your palm. made from the seed of. A palm have you guys tree. seen? Have you guys seen what it looks like? No, it's really weird. I did a whole research project on palm oil, inspired by my friend Byron Brink, who's listening right now, because he told me about palm oil probably ten years ago. So yeah, I think like palm oil is in literally like most packaged processed foods. Yeah. Um. So, according to the World Wildlife Fund, palm oil is the most widely consumed vegetable oil on the planet. It's a very efficient source of vegetable oil, but um, its rapid expansion, as we know, threatens some of the the planet's uh, most important and sensitive habitats. So, what, what can you do? You can stop buying products that have palm oil in it. And what products are those? The some of the common ones are lipstick, pizza dough, instant noodles, shampoo, chocolate, cookies. Oh my soap, gosh! Bread and no. and like peanut butter. peanut butter. Yeah, I remember looking. Tortillas. Um, there's a lot. Flour of things. or corn? I'm not sure. Probably flour at least. Um. So yeah, you if you go into your pantry, you go into your bathroom. They'll both have palm oil in it, which is so crazy. It's lit in. It's in so a lot things. of things. That sucks. So will it say on the like yes. list? Okay. It will, but it won't always say palm oil. So if you're looking, you flip over, you grab your bread, you flip it over, you look mm-hmm. for palm oil. But if it doesn't say palm oil, you also have to look for palmitate. Yes, um, anything right. that has like a prefix of palm. Um, so there's a bunch of, there's a few different versions, but palmitate or anything with palm are uh, like almost all of them. So, so yeah. they're tricky. So it's not that you don't have to stop buying these products, which you could, that would be a great alternative, but you could just buy products that don't contain, because there's, you know, organic companies. Or so they, some oh, people okay. like they preface um, palm oil if it does ha- say they have palm oil. Mm-hmm. We'll say that it's sustainably harvested palm oil, oh, which is kind of a wash because yeah. um, the thing is, is that they're like, oh well, these palm like fields are already here. Um, so usually with palm like palm fields, they um, burn down the forest that's there, and mm-hmm. then they grow the palm trees. Right. Um, mm-hmm releasing a ton of CO2 in the atmosphere, all these other bad things. Um, but then, so then the palm tree is already there and they start this farm up and then they're like, oh, well, it's already here. So we're not just going to like take out the palm trees and grow something else. We're just going to call it sustainably mm. harvested. So it's kind of one of those greenwashing words that 
doesn't actually mean anything. So. Right, and who's, like, there's no one regulating it to say, yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, it was sustainably, like, no one's, yeah. yeah. And what is greenwashing again? Greenwashing is, like, um, I don't have a formal definition for it, but it's, like, when you pick words or add in words to kind of make the user feel better about what to they're manipulate buying. the um, consumer and Ooh. it's like to make them think that they're being envir- like envi- environmentally savvy when a lot of times those words don't necessarily mean anything right do you have a better like just no yeah, yeah. that's exactly what i'm like just making stuff green making your packaging green putting a leaf on it or yes. even just that's um saying things like are like gluten-free when it's like mm-hmm. sugar it's like obviously this is gluten-free or like Things like that. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, oh, so okay. So in Brazil, it's not like the palm because palm oil is from palm trees. It's from. Right? Well, in in the photo that I saw, it was like a, a palm bunch. Oh, okay. And then it's this little orange. Like seed it's this little like thing the size of what. Like, I don't know, like a... Little seeds, like big marble or something. Yeah, and then it has a... a and then flower. you cut it open, it's like orange on the inside, like a yam. And okay. then it has a little bead of oil. But, so, do those plants naturally grow there, or they're, like, deforesting, and then they're Correct. planting those? Yeah, yeah, deforest. Um, so, just, like, a quick little type up on the computer. It says, palm oil companies destroy 7,000 heck acres of the Amazon rainforest in Peru. Oh, so here, here's what it looks like. Yeah. It's actually oh. quite pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it is kind of like the size of like maybe like a plum or something, and then it has. Yeah, so there are like palm trees that are around, but like if you think of if you grow corn or something, you just like throw some seeds in the yard. It's like hard to harvest all of that. You have to like line them all up perfectly so that you can like harvest it all really like quickly and fast mm-hmm. so they industrialize it so oh, oh okay. here we go from green green global travel.com okay so the <laughs> the mature oil palm trees have a single stem and can grow up more than 60 feet tall with a fern like something leaf pin is that from pine pin pinnate leaves that can be 10 to 16 feet long the pr- plant produces tightly packed clusters of small flowers each of which has three petals. The palm fruit, fruit which <laughs> grows... <laughs> why? <laughs> like, I don't know why they put that. The palm's fruit, which grows in bunches, is about the same size as a plum. Ooh, oh, my God. Why? I just said that. <laughs> and a reddish in color. Each fruit has a fresh, fleshy outer layer known as the pericarp, as well as a single palm kernel seed, both of which are rich in oil. Okay. So it's not just the mid, it's not just the center that's the oil. It's not like they're throwing away the whole outer plant. The whole thing produces oil. Interesting. Uh, land given over to oil palms doubled in Brazil between 2004 and 2010. But compared to other countries like uh, Indonesia and Malaysia, Malaysia. they don't have that much comparatively, but they are starting to... They have, like, all of this land that they can use to right. deforest to use that, so it will be growing. But um, Indonesia and Malaysia are the main palm oil producers. The poor orangutans. Which are also in yeah. very, like, diverse areas. So, yeah. yeah. But wouldn't that be different? Because, like, 
with orangutans, they would be harvesting like the plants that already like naturally grow somewhere, and then they would be like nope. taking. Nope, they burn down what's already it's there. It's the same. It's the same. So the thing is, within um, Indonesia and like Malaysia, um, there's the natural ecosystem. There's like um, peat moss, mm-hmm. like swamplands, and the problem with peat moss is that peat moss actually holds a higher percentage of carbon. Um, so then when you burn oh. peat moss, it's, like, really, really bad. Oh. I always thought that it was, like, the orangutans, like, they're... Uh, they're swinging they're around. They're, like, living on the palm, palm trees. Yeah. yeah, and then we're taking that and... No, yeah. they totally just, like, flatten everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then they grow the palm trees because they're, they're um, not that hard to grow. Gotcha. Ooh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Google palm oil fruit really weird looking thing and we should all cut it out of our lives agreed so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode we'll be back next we'll be week back next week yeah with a spooky special Ooh. <laughs> yes. for halloween week mm-hmm. and we'll see how spooky we get <laughs> yeah, thank you for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram, Environmental Pod, and Facebook, Environmental. We have all of our best past episodes up on your favorite streaming service. So please tune in to what you've missed. Anything? It's good to be back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're getting, getting back we're getting, in the groove. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>